Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome. To the, yeah, I, was, I said good morning, and I'm like, well, not exactly. It's anyway. Welcome to the. I want to be welcome. Yeah, I want it to be authentic. Like, oh, yeah. it's not morning. <laughs> it slipped out without me looking at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I am Sonia Green. No matter what time of day it is, mm-hmm. and I'm Judith Fender. And today we're here to talk about constraint. Constraint. So important, Sonia. It is. But, you know, even saying it, constraint, it right. doesn't sound fun. Right. You get a visual of like somebody's neck and things just being tight or like tight pantyhose. Do people still oh. wear pantyhose? I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, I don't know that they wear them too much, but. That is a great image for me, for people who I used to have to wear them. It was Uh, an official part mm -hmm, of my wardrobe, mm -hmm, my uniform, mm -hmm. so to speak. So yes, some other words that I, that I looked up when we started Mm -hmm. uh, studying for this podcast, some other words were confinement, restriction, captivity, limitation, Mm. None of those sound fun, do they? No. So why are we going to argue for this? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want me to do? You want me to give the spoiler alert? Give the spoiler alert. Absolutely. Constraint brings freedom. Constraint brings freedom. Mm -hmm. So confinement and restriction bring freedom. Yes. Tell me more. Yes. Well, When we exercise constraint, whether we exercise constraint of our thoughts, whether we exercise, well, which is going to inevitably by constraining our thoughts, we are constraining our time on the calendar. We're constraining ourselves to our meal plan. We're constraining ourselves to whatever thought process that's going to help us achieve the goal in the long run. Constraint helps you get to where you want to go on time and still have fun and freedom to have the best life you deserve. Yeah. I, so I did some kind of unusual reading as I was preparing for this. Typically, Mm -hmm. if I'm preparing for a podcast, you know, I'm reading in the self-development world, Mm -hmm. but when I was doing some reading on constraint, I actually was reading some articles on business and business Mm -hmm. theories Mm -hmm. and the the popular theory in business used to be that innovation you had to have free open spaces to innovate in in companies you had to be able to have this mm. freedom of thought and freedom of you know so you do all these retreats where you're going off into the woods and doing the trust exercises and things you know you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah sounds amazing <laughs> but the more I think today people have started to come around to the idea that it's not freedom that brings innovation. It's constraint that brings freedom and innovation. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of, a lot of theories are being kind of turned on their heads with this idea. So that's why something that doesn't sound very fun is actually something that we're arguing can free you in many ways Mm -hmm. whether it's like you said whether it's weight loss whether it's time 
whatever it is. Agreed. I just thought that was interesting because I didn't really expect to read that. Oh, what I heard in that, even that, that business model with my coach's ear, I hear like binge restrict, you know, the, the cycle is going from one way to the other Yes. on, on the the, the paradigm. Yes. Versus like trying to find something in the middle Mm -hmm. where, which ironically the practice of constraint with our thoughts or there's just always that I'm thinking of my screen door analogy. If we can just get Uh to that place where we can control the flow, control the energy, be in the moment. And and this sounds really amazing. If I had this two hours ago when I was working (laughs) on my calendar, (laughs) but it kind of came to me, I've, I've really been working on my calendaring to create the results of more time. Um, especially with my husband and it's going to require a lot of constraint for me to get to the freedom that I want and it's doable and it's going to pull on every nerve, (laughs) every familiar pathway, every familiar feeling, every indulgent, overwhelm, confusion, people pleasing process that I have been going through. Mm -hmm. It's going to be tapped into. Yeah. Well, I feel it. <laughs> that's what that's what options do, right? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. many times have we seen people who don't plan their meals or they don't schedule their time because they're like, "Oh, I don't want that constraint. I don't know what's going to come up. What if what if my friends invite me out to eat or mm-hmm. what if I get the opportunity to do this thing over here mm-hmm. instead? Wouldn't that be better?" And that's a trick that our brains play on us all the time, right? Oh, there might be something better. I don't need to constrain, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just opening us up for confusion, confusion and overwhelm and people pleasing. (laughs) Yes. Right. Because what if, because I found myself asking, well, what if my husband comes home? What if he's home this day? There's a, his schedule is a little more dictated. And while that is true, It also, it's just not super helpful for me to plan that way. When I know for sure Saturdays and Sundays are going to be the days, my best bet to see him. And why don't I work around that constrain my week so that my weekend is more in balance with what I'd like to create. Yeah. And, you know, there are always ways around, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it that way. There are always ways to make the things that are important to us happen. So let's say your husband does walk in one day and say, honey, I took off today. Surprise. (laughs) That would be such a surprise because he never takes a day off. We own our own business. (laughs) It would be a holiday. I would be like, what? It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Thanksgiving. (laughs) But let's say that he did that Mm -hmm. because that's the question people always have around constraint, right? I plan my day. I plan my calendar. I plan my food. I plan Mm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And then my partner or somebody, you know, they come in and they just say, surprise, we're Mm -hmm. doing this today. How do you handle that when you're practicing constraint? I, you know, if it's, if it's my calendar, 
I don't know that I'm prepared to answer that question. Like if I had clients, Mm -hmm. clearly I would, I would, well, I would honor the calendar. Well, this may be very telling here. Yeah. Um, If, if I had scheduled time to study something, oh, I can see the potential here where I would be like, oh yeah, I'll study later. Yeah. Let's go out. But who, who gets the final say, no matter what it is? Me, me. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be managing my thoughts, whatever comes up is knowing that if I said yes or no, changed my schedule or not, would be owning it and not indulging in the overwhelm and the confusion and the dilly dallying and him hauling around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. We are always adults who get to choose what we do in the end. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So constraint just helps to give us, I think, guardrails. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bumpers. It, it keeps us on the path we're going on. If we have an opportunity to deviate, mm-hmm. which we will. Yeah, because hello. Whether it's brain. your husband taking off or not. <laughs> but the, I'm serious. If he came home and said he took the day off, <laughs> I would have a hard time. Like <laughs> You'd be like, what? Oh, what? But let's say, you know, your daughter popped in or something like that. We always, it doesn't matter. There will be occasions when somebody is off on the side, you know, going, Hey, over here, let's go play. Yes. That will always happen at some point, Mm -hmm. but we get to manage our mind around that. Mm -hmm. We get to make the decision, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we get to deal with whatever the consequences are. Mm-hmm. on the other side of that agreed agreed that hasn't happened that hasn't happened so I have fortunately you know he comes <laughs> the status is he comes home every day in between and rests in the lazy boy so I know he's not you know there's no deviation from the the pattern there I just yeah. wanted to interject that. <laughs> I think that's funny yeah So what are some ways that you practice constraint in your daily life and where have you seen it? Why why are you advocating for it today? Why am I advocating for constraint? I am advocating for constraint and for the big picture personally, like I've already said in my calendar Mm -hmm. to drop the overwhelm reduce decision fatigue, make the decision ahead of time, what needs to be done, what I want to do. And then listen carefully, follow through (laughs) as painful as it will be in the moment. My brain's going to want to research one more time. Mm -hmm. My brain's going to want to tell me the grammar's not right or ask somebody to read it and have all the doubt in the world and all of that BS that I've. (laughs) And why does your brain do that? it's a habit brain it wants to keep me safe. Yes. It's just what, that's what it'll do on autopilot. If I don't manage my mind. Yeah. And the, the trick is with the brain. I think, I, I think we talked about anxiety and my ability to really dial in with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And what I'm realizing is <laughs> hello, hello, life coach of two years, still, still figuring this out for herself that it does I get, I indulge in the same thing on my calendar. It, and it impacts my, I get in the emotional brain. I can't access my cognitive thinking. And that is probably if I had 
one powerful aha out of this whole experience has been when you're in your emotional brain, whether it's confusion, overwhelm, self-doubt, people-pleasing, or anxiety, mm-hmm. it you the ability to tap into the cognitive brain or want to get shit done is limited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I never, I never realized that. And I wonder how many times I got through college thinking that's, you know, that's what got me through was all the, the drama and the, woo, the stress. And it is still, I'm 54. College was golly 30 some years ago. Mm-hmm. And here I can still, I can still heighten myself to that place. It's just amazing. It, it really, it sounds so basic. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I want, I want our listeners, especially if they are new to thought work, mm-hmm. I want them to understand that in the beginning, when I was talking about constraint and how that sounds mm-hmm. so horrible and how confinement and restriction and mm-hmm. captivity and those, those words sound so horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our habit brain tells us all of those things are bad. And in the same way, when we try to constrain, our habit brain tells us how this is bad. Awful. <laughs> oh, it's awful. You don't need to this do is that. wrong. No, no, you need this and that. And and it yeah. sounds, I think you said this when we were pre-gaming. I don't think you said this on the pod- podcast, but it sounds so logical. Our habit brains make perfect sense when they are trying to fool us. (laughs) This is a true story. I I have my own coach and I've been working with her on uh, this one particular thing without giving it all away of, and I have, I was coached three years ago in life coach school on this Uh and it feels so true. I mean, that, that my, my, my stories don't make sense. They don't follow a structure. If I was to get a grade on this, that's always my, my logical brain goes, if I was to get a grade on this, I would not get an A. This would and be a by D. on this. You mean the sentences that I want to say? Yes. That, that there's, there's the, surely there, that there must be some other format, some structure, something I'm missing. <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's been fun. (laughs) And, and you know, that you're, that you hyper-focus on that because Mm -hmm. what's the thing you always tell me that I bring to our podcasts? Oh, logic, steady structure, structure, structure is the word you use all the time. And I'm like, I, I guess I've never thought of it as structure because that's not the area that my brain focuses on, right? Mm. Yeah, I because I'm like structure to me, especially, and my my thinking is, I think it just reverts back to grades. Mm-hmm. Somehow that there's there is a right and a wrong way. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a, there's a way that's going to get me an A. Yeah, and constraint <laughs> will never get you an A, right? No. No, but the way of the D or the F just do it. I I mean, it is. Oh my God. That's can y'all hear me coaching myself here? Seriously, Judith, just, just do it. 
So taking it personally and just put your words out there. Yeah. So how do we, how do you practice constraint? Like how do you on a daily basis when your brain says, oh, I need to read one more article or I need to, I need to save time just in case something happens and I want to go on a hike or, you know, how do you practice constraint? What are, what's some practical advice you can give somebody who's new to this? Put it on your calendar and honor your calendar and make it super doable in the beginning for me, because I'm, I want to keep the end goal in mind. Yes. And that is working from home. I could, I could be in self-development all day. I love it. I love it. That's safe. It's a consumption. Yes. I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna make you know, I'm going to hear that one thing or my mind, like, you know, really loves getting right now. I'm kind of into Michael Springer y'all. And he is just, just, it just puts my little brain on a vacation and it feels so in the conscious moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not producing the results that I want to have. So that when Friday evening rolls around or Saturday, whenever the end of my week is that I have the ability to say, well done. Yes. Well done. All is done. Now enjoy your weekend. And I've never really had a nine to five job or especially working from home and just lots of habits that don't serve me. And I, you know, when you can see them and I see the value of the calendar, I can see it. Like I can see it. Like it's right here, two feet in front of me. But that's, that's the thing, the constraint, the reason our brain doesn't like it is because the award, the reward isn't immediate. Yeah. The reward is at the end of the week or at the end of the, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And our brain wants immediate gratification where constraint gives us a bigger payoff, but a little farther down the road, depending on what it is. Agreed. And I also, the story, the reality is, you know, my eyes are good for about five hours a day. And so when I'm trying, I'm trying to get things done and making sure that I prioritize self-development first with my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then, cause I can coach without my eyes, <laughs> the focus. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even then at the end of the day, uh, what's my point? You asked the question one, how you practice, you just got to start. You just got to start and be willing to not give up and understand that you're going to have all those thoughts and feelings and they're all, yeah. Constrain your thoughts when you have thoughts. Yes. <laughs> that, I mean, that's really the first place I, I, when, when I coach, when I start with a new client, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're very early in their thought management. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They allow all the thoughts to come in. Mm -hmm. And so teaching them to practice constraint and we're going to, we're going to look at this thought. We're going to make a decision about, I always tell them, you know, the three questions, is it true? Is it kind? Is it helpful? helpful? Mm -hmm. Yes. And if we decide we're not going to keep that thought, then we're going to practice constraint. And the next time, next time that thought comes in, Mm -hmm. we're going to say, no, not today. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And start with something small. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about food, food plans, mm-hmm. maybe start with just planning breakfast or start with, you know, sometimes people need small doable constraint rather than let's plan the entire week on Sunday and hit, hit it a hundred percent for the week. And then as soon yep. as they don't, they feel like they failed. Yep. Which so, is interesting. I, I feel like I've been like the master of daily planning for uh-huh. my food. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's not rocket science. I'm going to eat three squares a day and no problem. And if I could apply that same concept to my calendaring, the unfortunate part is people, people are scheduling, you know, 60 days out on my calendar. And if I can't get to a point of meeting myself where I'm at, then people are, you know, the others, my clients are, are, are scheduling ahead, but it's all good. It's my process to work out. Um, well, full disclosure, I asked you about how you practice constraint because I see you as an excellent practitioner because you've always been so good at constraining when it comes to food. But when I asked that question, your human brain went straight to not something that you have excelled in, <laughs> but to something you are working on and it thank you for giving me credit for that I'm like thank you so much well it's it's important to know that that's where our brain is gonna go every time well and it is my work right now it is it is you know been working with like I said with my coach on it and it's it it, and I just kind of realized today this I'm making this so much more difficult than it needs to be but my brain's like, oh, but you need to do module three, four, five. Oh, but don't forget about six, seven. And then yeah. you've got this and like thinking like, oh, I just got to do the whole thing. Confusion. Yeah. Overwhelm. Yeah. Oh, overachieving, overthinking. Mm-hmm. And so that that's going to happen, folks. When you're practicing constraint, if, if I could tell you one thing, it would be to start really small. And the other thing is to know, to know without a doubt that your brain is going to go straight to confusion, straight to overwhelm. And you're going to have to say, uh-uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm focusing on this one thing, this mm-hmm. tiny little thing, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to think about anything else right now. I'm going to nail mm-hmm. this spot and then I'll move on because mm-hmm. your brain won't like it. <laughs> uh- no, <laughs> like there's not one part of my brain that is enjoying this. Um, it's so funny because I could coach on this all day long, but yeah. then here is my process. And I'm like, oh, but mine's different. Yeah. My situation is different. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but let me tell I, you how hard it is for me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm different. I, I can't tell you how many times a day I say that. But you don't know how many calendars I have to look at to make this happen. And you don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my story. And the thing I love is that I know everybody listening connects with that perfectly because I connect with it perfectly. We all tell ourselves that. Yeah. So time to reel it in since we're constraining. What's yes. the one thing you want to leave our listeners with? <laughs> you first. <laughs> I said focus on one tiny little thing. Well, that's it too. Listening to me. (laughs) I'm over 
here in my overwhelm. What my cognitive brain is not on. I'm staring at my calendar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My brain. And um, the one thing, identify your patterns. This is not how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if, if this, if I, if I hadn't nailed my eating constraint, I would be still eating the way I'm planning my calendar, Mm -hmm. right? Buffering here, buffering there, managing like that. And so, and I recognize the pattern. So that would be my one where, where, what skill can you take from where you are doing something well in your pattern and apply to the pattern you want to create? If it's a short doable list and managing your thoughts, it's, 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 if you're in overwhelm, (laughs) you know, the funny thing is that I think you and I are are in opposite places. Like I am very good at scheduling, but my eating is where I still have problems. And so we're just like Mm -hmm. Mm flip-flopped. And And I could schedule, but now, but the problem is 60 days out. (laughs) Looking at my schedule for 60 days. I'll coach you on that after we. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that a problem? Because then it's people pleasing because I'm going to have to move a client because I'm, what, when am I going to get my hair done in 60 days? I don't know when that's going to be. And I'm trying to make, uh, yeah. Oh God. Are we done with this podcast? All right. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I say that because yeah, I hear myself getting spun up on my, and it's all in good fun too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but I- it feels like a hot seat though. <laughs> Y'all know my, the truth, the here's behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the beauty of us being life coaches. Mm-hmm. We understand where our clients are. Oh God. Yeah. We understand that, but we also understand the potential for where they can go. Yes. It's so easy to be on the other side. It is. It, it is. It is because yeah. So if you're looking for coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And if you would like to work with me, I do coach exclusively for no BS, but you can find me on just Judy Instagram, <laughs> J-U-S-T-J-U-D-I-E. And it's funny. I like Googled it the other day. I thought, oh, it's just Judy. And if you just Google my name, it'll pull it right up. Yeah. <laughs> There you are. Right? Who knew? Who knew? All right. If you enjoy this podcast as much as we do, (laughs) then we would love for you to either give us a review, give us a comment, tell us something you want us to talk about. Did you see that Janet W. left a comment? I did. Wasn't that so nice? I loved it. Yeah, we if you listen listened last week, then that episode was all hers, thanks to a mm-hmm. question that she gave us. Um, but we'd love also for you to share. Share an episode. It's super easy. And if there's something that you have a friend or a loved one struggling with, just share that episode with them. That helps us. It helps them. It's just a win-win, right? There you go. Sounds great. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. In the meantime. Make sure you always make time to listen to us, but constrain, constrain. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week.
Bye.